0: what's up everybody this is the legendary tales i'm your host isadora martin die and i want to say as with me as always is adam blore but unfortunately that is not the case because adam is still in the states he got corona as you may have seen if you read my episode description last week And he has been doing okay. He's not been suffering too badly, but obviously I haven't put any pressure on him to do research for a little podcast when him and his whole family are uh, trying to fight through, you know, a pandemic. But rumor is that he will be back up next week and we are going to do an episode on true crime. And this week, so that we don't skip another week, we have my husband. Hi. Ben Ridner. I'm Ben who you guys may remember from some other episodes that we have done but uh he's here officially presenting an episode of the legendary tales as a real one not a bonus
1: yeah it feels good thank you for having me <laughs> um i you know I'd, I'd read off my resume but i don't really have one uh i i feel like i'm i'm ready for this okay i have 3 pages of research two of which are printed out directly from wikipedia sweet um
0: we're doing a very quick episode today full disclosure because we were really hoping that Adam would be able to um get this episode recorded in time but so this is somewhere between a real episode and a bonus episode and today we are doing a silly friendly sounding ghosts or no well yours sounds
1: ridiculous mine is a mine is a murdering angry ghost
0: yes but what is it known as
1: it's known as the the Chookson.
0: Okay, which it, translates it is, It's
1: the toilet ghost of Korea,
0: <laughs> which just sounds ridiculous. Yes. So we are um, uh, yeah, we're gonna do uh, and I'm doing Casper who is a friendly ghost and we're doing ghosts. So exciting. Yeah proper proper legendary. proper episode. legendary
1: actual ghosts. Yeah. yeah.
0: So off you go, you're up first.
1: Oh okay. How are you doing today? <laughs> How's your day going? Good. Why am I going first? Do you want me to go first? No, I can go first.
0: I just figured you'd want to get it out the way.
1: Oh, I don't, and it doesn't bother me either way. Um, okay. Uh, I am, I've been, I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn 99 lately. We've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And um, uh, Andre Bauer, who plays Captain Holt, is in a drastic feud with Madeline Wunsch. Um and and at the at the end of their feud I guess well, I don't want no spoilers I'm not going to be spoilers but he calls her a chuksin which is a korean toilet ghost which I didn't know if it was real or not so I looked it up immediately there's not a whole lot of information on it but the information like the information that there is is quite sound okay like it is it is definitely a part of south korean of korean folklore okay it originates from Jeju Jeju Island. There's also a ton of Korean words that aren't, like, I didn't get the phonetic spell. Oh, themselves. that's
0: fine. That's what we do in this, up, this yeah. podcast is mispronounce stuff.
1: So Jeju Island, it is the largest island of South Korea.
0: I don't think we've done any Korean legends at all. So I think cool. you're addressing, which is quite rare for us. We do travel around the world a lot. So. Yeah.
1: Um, it's a volcanic island. It is run by local authority, not by the Korean government or magistrate. That's kind of cool. Uh, it's ba- There was like a massive uprising there, and a heinous massacre by the South Koreans on the people of this island, which people believe is the start of the Korean War in 1950. Oh, so maybe at some point I will just become the Jeju Island expert. Okay. Um. Uh, but they've basically in they've um. The the Jejuans, okay. have been, and they've inhabited this island basically since Neolithic times. Wow. This island is also known as China's Hawaii.
0: China's Hawaii? Yeah,
1: so it's like one of the only places that Chinese people can go and they don't need a passport for. Oh, really? It's like outside of China. It's supposed to be absolutely stunning. Um, I'll probably do an episode on the massacre at some point. <laughs> and they have uh, a sex themed like, artist park. A sect Sex. Theme? or sex theme. Sex theme, which okay. is very strange for eastern cultures to have. But it's it's like I, if you look at the pictures, they're amazing and hilarious, but it's like Jeju Island like love theme park. Okay. And it's like a sculpture park where like they are the two mounds are like giant breasts. Okay. And there are like people fornicating in many many different ways and statues of famous people fornicate it's yeah, it's very 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 strange, but...
0: Does it have a nice beach resort? Can we go visit? It's
1: l- yeah. It's like, it's supposed to be an I'd amazing, like to go to Korea. amazing um, beach yeah. resort. Okay. So, so Koreans, uh, they, they're, they're, and I don't want to say all of their religions because there's lots of religions whatever, one, of their, one yeah. of their religions is basically their legendary folklore, their shamanism, uh, their folk religion. And it's based on uh, the, the worship of many deities. Okay. Of like many gods and their own ancestors. Okay. Um, each shaman mm-hmm. has their own version of the story. Okay. I looked up what it takes to become a shaman, and it's yeah. very much like becoming a priest. It's okay. Like three or four years of study. You have to, like, learn how to heal yourself before you can heal other people. It's very is spiritual.
0: Is magic-based? Magic like, when you say heal yourself, like...
1: It's... I don't... Yes. It is, like... I believe it's an energy-based faith. Okay. I don't want to say magic, because yeah, I don't okay. want to...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I know, like... But- it's about the idea that yeah yes. okay i understand what you're saying
1: yeah so there is the story of okay let me let me so there's there's shamanism within shamanism there is then the the gason the gason okay. faith which um is all the deities that protect your house okay okay and all of these these deities are female okay even though the majority of the other deities are male.
0: Okay, yes. so the women are the protection spirits and the men
1: are the like welcome to heaven spirits. Okay. You know, like they are the um uh uh the Chuxin is is known as she's a she's a, a young virgin Okay, with hair that's 150 centimeters long.
0: That's real specific.
1: Yeah, and and because the two main deities, like, the deities of, like, the house fire, earth, mm-hmm. like, all that oh, stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, so she just sits in the toilet counting her hair.
0: Counting her hair? Yeah. Like, one strand, two she's strands. She's, like, the
1: evil version of, like, Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> okay. Okay? Like, she just hangs out in the toilet. <laughs> like, she counts her hair. And apparently, like, that's what she does when she's angry. Okay. Um. So due to her exile to the outhouse, she is known as the most dangerous deity.
0: Okay. The Okay, yep.
1: Because she was like, she's exiled there. There's a whole like, I'm going to get into the folk oh, story okay. in a minute. I'm All just right. getting like...
0: Giving us the... That's
1: what I was saying. Do you want the folk story first? No, go us like... the
0: rundown and then tell us the folk story.
1: Okay. Um. She's the most dangerous. This is really, really weird. There's like a lot of superstitions okay. related to the outhouse. Mm-hmm. One is that like your outhouse cannot be anywhere near your kitchen.
0: All right. Well, that makes sense from a hygienic standpoint, yes, and
1: that's where they believe it came from. Okay. Which was like, if the outhouse was too close to the kitchen, yeah, like you would die, and it would be the outhouse's fault. But basically, it's because of pathogens, yeah, that are being carried from yeah. the outhouse to, to your kitchen to, the to your kitchen. food. Okay, yes. that makes sense. Um, any day that ended with six, so the sixth, the sixteenth, or the twenty-sixth, okay, you would avoid the outhouse.
0: Okay. Uncomfortable days.
1: Uncomfortable. That's, and that's like, so that's three days a month. Yep. That is 36 days a year where you would avoid using the outhouse.
0: Did you find the reason for that?
1: I or is did, it just, I think it's just one of those
0: random things that came to you somewhere. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, you would, you would, uh, you would cough three times before you would enter the outhouse. Okay. If your shoe fell into the pit, or if a child fell into the pit, right? you were going to die. okay. If a child fell into the pit, it was believed they weren't going to reach adulthood and no shaman could save them
0: probably because they fell into an outhouse pit. I can't imagine that there was a ton of medicine around at that point for
1: but like, with it's, that like issue. it's like it's like yeah, there's not a ton of like antibacterial stuff or whatever yeah. like, but I think the other thing you have to remember is like there's still a ton of outhouses there in now. these far reaching provinces okay. All right. like yep. of the east. Yeah. Okay. Um like they still have pig toilets in some places. Okay. Which is like a toilet over a pig pen. Okay, cool. And then like the pigs slosh around in their own
0: Oh, okay, gross. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. And they also have like fish pond toilets.
0: That makes more sense to me.
1: Yeah. But then they were, like, they were like the waterways. I don't, it doesn't make any more sense to me. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So there's a lot of things. She's represented mostly by a white piece of cloth hung in the outhouse. Okay. Um.
0: And does that white piece of cloth help protect you from her or is
1: it just it's like? It's just to remind you that she's there. Okay. Yeah,
0: the creepy girl in the toilet that counts her one hundred and fifty centimeter. The, ch- the, chuk- the
1: Shun. yeah, chuk chuk-shin. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, so each shaman has a different version of the story. The yeah. story is slightly different on the island of Jeju than it is in South Korea.
0: I am, by the way, looking at pictures of Jeju right now.
1: It is gorgeous. It is very, very Look pretty. Up the love theme park.
0: I okay. Um, um so
1: it just is, while I tell you the story. Okay.
0: Yeah. It is a lovely, oh it's a gorgeous
1: looking island. Yeah. And I So on so Jeju they recite the Bon Paris. Again, terrible pronunciation, my apologies. Um which is the origin story, the narration of the the deities. Okay. Okay. So this is the story of the deities. Um I'm not gonna read it verbatim. Okay. But I probably, I mean, I it's it's going to be hard to sort of get away from that. So excuse me if I do sort of sound a bit.
0: Okay, I guys, I I looked up pictures. I'm recognizing that a lot of our audience is under the age of eighteen, so I'm not going to describe all of these pictures. They're
1: pornographic.
0: But they are pornographic. Yeah. So if you are over the age of eighteen, and um, no, I'm not
1: saying everybody should go see them. I'm saying Isidore specifically should look <laughs> at them just to get no, an idea. I, I, I'm
0: looking at them because they're humorous. They are funny, and uh, yes. But if you are interested, uh, if you are interested in seeing them, by all means, I look not them up find, yourself. I
1: did not find them sensual. No, I found them.
0: I just love the idea that someone took the time to make them.
1: Yeah, I like, I I don't want to say disturbing because I don't find them disturbing. No. But I think it's like, if you're going to have an art exhibit somewhere, and, and people are going to go and see it, and yeah. it's going to be...
0: There are some pretty, like, there are some cute ones as well. Yeah. There are some nice looking
1: ones as well. Um, okay, so this is the bonfire. This is the origin story of the Chuction. Okay. Um... So in a small village in Jeju, mm-hmm. there lived a man uh, Nam Siobi and his wife. Okay. Um, his husband was a bit. Her husband. <laughs> I was like oh, his
0: husband. Wow. Very
1: very yeah. No. Modern. Um, yes. Modern. So, uh, so his wife Yusan Buin. <sighs> yeah. Buin, I'm not. I'm. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't okay. just get stuck on names. No.
0: Um, you just got to keep pushing through.
1: Um she would go out and work and he was a bit of a of a lazy drunk.
0: He was a scrub. Yeah. To use a 90s terminology. To so use a
1: very 90s term, he was a scrub. So every time that she would go out and make enough money, he would take it to the the pubs and he would spend it all on games and drink. Okay? Okay? Um she got fed up with this, but because this as is as he would. But because this is this is the old times, instead yeah. of divorcing him, she um she sold all of her belongings okay dressed him up in nice clothes yeah bought wheat for bought wheat and barley cheaply on the island bought a boat yeah and sent him to the mainland yeah to sell the wheat for more money and basically be like set him up as a, a an importer yeah as an importer okay um so the family of Yus and Buin, it's nine members. Mm-hmm. It's her, the husband, uh, Namseon. These names are terrible. Just, just move straight past them. Okay, and then they had seven sons, and the only son that's really of any importance in this story is the youngest son, Noctis
0: I'm sure in her mind they were all equally important. Yes. parents don't have favorites.
1: Yes. Which is total. So... um. So they went to So oh so so she sent her husband. Yep. Namsian, to the mainland. Yep. I think I got there right.
0: Yep. With his wheat.
1: Yes. Raleigh. And when he got to the island, a woman named Noel Noel JD, JD, okay. uh the daughter of a tavern owner saw him, mm-hmm. thought he was wealthy, mm-hmm. and invited him to the tavern. Okay. He then lost it all. He spent all the grain on booze and games and all, basically until he was, you know, unclothed and everything. Yep. Um, Once he fell into poverty, uh, Knowledge aid aid chased him away. And he, because he didn't have enough money to get back to the island, he built a hut out of rice stalks and had a door with, made out of rotten wood, which is, I guess, important. Symbolic. It's symbolic, okay. yes. Uh. Uh, Jody, uh, would feed him bad rice. Okay. Like rotten rice. Okay. In a dog bowl. Wow. He had a real fall from grace. Yeah. Until he went blind.
0: Well, okay. I'm assuming that there's some, some stuff in rotten rice that could do that for you. The
1: harsh grain. Yes. Uh, fed him harsh grain in a dog's tray and the harsh grain made him go blind. Okay. Um, his wife then becomes worried about him because she hadn't seen him in weeks, months, once. however yeah, long. Yeah, okay. She, goes, she builds a small wooden boat, and she sails to the mainland to find her husband. Okay. Um, once she's there, she hears a girl singing in uh, a rice paddy mm-hmm. about her husband. Okay. And, like, it had like, in the months, it had already sort of become like a folk song. Yeah. Like, like a pub song. Yeah. Like they would. So she was singing to scare birds out of the rice paddy. Yeah. And um Bu and his wife uses the song to go and find him.
0: Yeah. In his... Blind, in his heart, eating out of a dog bowl.
1: Yes. Um, so the husband was blind. He couldn't recognize his wife. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'd like to think even blind, you'd know my voice. What? I'd like to think even if you weren't blind, you'd know who I was.
1: Yes. He. I, he's, like, he's also like a drunk... Idiot. Yeah. Okay. So this is again very... Like, so she finds him, and she prepares him a meal. Okay. And she re- he recognizes her through the food that she's cooked him.
0: That's sweet, I guess.
1: I'm, I was gonna say not not any other way. Yeah. Okay. So so she finds him. She gets ready to um, to sail home. Nozady, the should we just call her the mistress?
0: The tavern owner. The yeah. Tavern, tavern yeah. woman.
1: Yeah. The tavern woman. She learns of that she learns that his wife is there. Yep. And decides that she has to get rid of her because she assumes that the family has a lot more money back on the island. Okay. Okay. So um yeah, she basically in the first encounter she believes the family is rich. Um And she
0: thinks she's basically sapped this guy dry from what he had with him, but there's still a whole load more money on the island. Yeah, still
1: loads of money back on the island. Um, So the mistress invites the wife to an icy pond and drowns her. Okay. So so the wife is now in the icy pond. Dead. Dead.
0: Okay. Wow, she had a really great life.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... So uh, this is the part I didn't like. This is the this is the part that makes sense to me. Um it's really. So so the husband and the mistress. Yep. I I feel like I if I so Namseon and uh Husband and mistress, yeah, yep. Um go back to the island. Yeah, okay. And they convince Six of the seven sons. Yeah, that, that the mistress is the mother. Okay. Yes, um, the seventh son doesn't believe it because she did not share her umbrella, and her appearance and voice was different.
0: <laughs> That'll be. That's usually an indicator. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're, if if somebody wasn't your mother, you'd yeah, like to yeah. think you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but six, so six of the seven sons were fooled. The youngest one wasn't. Um, Because the youngest one wasn't, the mistress decides she wants to kill the youngest one.
0: Right, obviously.
1: She pretended to be sick and pretended that there was a famous prophet um, on JeJot Street who could help. Okay. So, this is, this is, so the youngest son went to go find him. Bated breath. Yeah. So no. So this is where it gets a bit convoluted. Okay. Um. The youngest
0: son goes to find the prophet.
1: So the mistress is sent. Decides she wants to kill the youngest son because the youngest son doesn't believe that it's her. Yeah. Right. Um. She pretends to be sick. Uh. She says there's a famous prophet. I okay. said all of this sudden. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um.
0: He goes to get the famous prophet.
1: So the husband goes to get the famous prophet. Oh, the husband, not the son. Okay. And then the mistress pretending to be this prophet tells them that the only way to save the mistress is to feed her the liver of the youngest son.
0: Okay, so as crazy as that sounds, another podcast I was listening to was talking about ancient, older traditions. And one of them was that you would uh, cook um, or burn... The liver and heart and various other bits and pieces, and then drink them to try and yeah. rid
1: yourself of a. Well, this is also like it's all, yeah, it's also like yeah. sort. It's like sort of European as well. Like this is the evil stepmother. Yeah, like she wants to kill like yeah. the the youngest child who yeah. doesn't believe in her. Okay, like who doesn't believe her? Um, and they do it in a way which is like this is this story reads a lot like Cinderella.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Wicked stepmom, but killing. No, youngest. sorry, Sleeping Beauty. Okay.
1: So, um, so the husband refused to kill his youngest son.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so the mistress performed this same trick two more times, but first pretending that she was a doctor, and then pretending that she was a Jang Sung, which is a village uh, protector. Okay. Protectorate, which is like, I've only ever seen them as like, Totem poles? I didn't know they were people. But I guess, like, maybe she just pretended to be a totem pole. Okay. That, like...
0: It seems like they'll fall for anything. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, So the husband was finally convinced, and he went to go kill um, the son, the youngest son. Um, But the youngest son told the parents that he would go and commit suicide. Yeah. And that his brothers would bring his liver back for him. Okay. Okay? So they go off into the mountains... With the son. With the youngest son. Yeah. Um, and instead, they kill a boar. Okay. And they take the liver of the boar okay. back to the mother. And the youngest son basically says... That's
0: very Sleeping Beauty. Yeah,
1: like, if you don't... If she is sick, yeah, you know it's not our mother. It, no, if, if she's healed by the boar's yeah. liver, she's not our mother. If she is... it No, if she is healed. If she's not healed, I will then commit suicide. okay. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. If she's still sick after eating the boar's yeah. liver,
0: I'll commit suicide. I'll
1: commit suicide. Um, the the brothers then fed the boar liver to the mistress. Um, she claimed to be miraculously cured. Cured. Um, so so then then not learning from her lesson, she then went on to kill the next youngest son. Okay. Yeah, the sixth son.
0: Did she actually kill this one, or did he no, pretend to die as well? Okay. He did not
1: pretend to die as well. The other brothers confronted her. Yeah. And she hung herself in the bathroom. Okay. Becoming the 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 Chukshin. Okay. The Chukshin. Did I say that right again? Yeah. No? Um. The story sort of like it continues, but it gets super weird. Okay. Um, the brothers then went to, they went back to their village and prayed for four days to the supreme deity. Um, four days after that, the youngest brother met a crane that told him he can fly to the fields of Sochun, um, like a magic field where flowers that revive the body are grown. Okay. But he had to be fed seven carp first. Okay. Um, They caught six carp. The youngest brother slipped and dropped his carp, so he fed the crane his arm instead.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, When the crane reached the fields of the godflowers, plants, and emotions, uh, he recreated the youngest brother's arm. He gave them each of the five flowers. Okay. The five varieties, I'm not even going to say, of reincarnation flowers. Okay. Um. Then the youngest brother flew on the crane back to the village.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he put the flower that revives flesh onto the bones of his mother. There was flesh, then the flower of blood, then the flower of...
0: So the mother that was in the icy river, right? Yeah, Not the actual that, okay. mother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then the flower that revives breath and the flower that revives soul. Um Chion Zhuang, so basically the supreme deity, Mm -hmm. made the mother the goddess of the kitchen hearth and fire to make up for her time in the icy lake. Okay. So she is like the main deity of the house. Oh, okay. And then the stepmother is the evil spirit. That lives in the toilet. Uh, Yes. The husband became the Japson, an evil spirit, defender of dark fertilizer shed. Okay. Yeah, um, which is not the toilet. It's an actual like shed with no light that they kept fertilizer in. Okay. But they were like, he's blind, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yep, yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, five of the seven brothers became deities of cardinal directions. Mm-hmm. So there's east, west, north, south, the center. Oh, okay. And then there's um, the the sixth brother who is nearly murdered uh, becomes the guardian of your of your back door. And the hero, the seventh brother, yep. becomes the defender of the front door. Okay. So basically, like this is the story this is of,
0: a, of the ghosts that look after your house.
1: Yeah. This is like the yeah the gassen. This is the okay. this is the story of the of the gassen deities, which are yeah. your household deities. Um, Nojaji, the mistress, becomes the bathroom goddess. Chuk-Sin, uh, because she hanged herself in a bathroom, because of Chun Sik's conflict with wang Sin. It was taboo in Korean society to have the bathroom next to the kitchen. Okay. Okay. Um, which we discussed earlier, which yeah. is because of pathogens. Uh, but that—that that is not only the story of the chooks, and that is the story of the in. Cool. In a very...
0: No, it was good. Well done. Congratulations. In a very, very
1: choppy, choppy way. Um, no, that was great. Yeah. I just think it's crazy that, like, like, sorry, it is the sixth day of the month. I must not go to the bathroom.
0: Well, I don't want to talk about your bathroom habits on a podcast, but it does seem like not being allowed to go to the bathroom for a day would be one of your greatest nightmares.
1: I mean, I could do, I mean, I, did, you know, we we did it when we were hiking Hadrian's Wall. So, like, it's not it's not one of my nightmares. I think, but it's like to cough three times. Yeah. Before you go in. And, like, if her hair touches you, you are destined to die and not even the shaman can save you. Um, I looked up to see if there are any deaths attributed to this deed. Yeah. But it turns out that, basically, it is such a superstitious culture that, like, if you break a household item that is directly attributed to the mother... Yeah. To whatever... Uh, not whatever, but to the goddess... Icy Lake Mother. To Icy Lake Mother Goddess. um, Like, you have to repent, and you have to, like, have a shaman come in and repent. And, like... If you die, they then basically blame you breaking that item. item. So, like, if there is any sort of death that is sort of, like, quick, they do find a way to blame the deities. Yeah. So, like, if somebody does die irrationally and quickly, which happens all the time, it can be like, oh, maybe it was, like, ten years ago when she accidentally dropped her shoe in the toilet.
0: Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: oh, like, well, like she fell in the toilet. He fell in the toilet 10 years ago. Like, we knew he was never going to make it to adulthood. (laughs) Like, that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, if.
0: It might be because you had a parent that was callous enough to let the small child fall in the toilet.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the other side of that is, like, there's plenty of, like, like, hereditary diseases that.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I
1: mean? Like, they don't blame heart. Like, it's not like, oh, like she had heart failure. Like, oh, like they were smoking, like, this is lung cancer. Yeah. It was like, oh, like you did. They broke a
0: vase. Yeah, yeah, they broke. Which gave them the lung cancer. Which is why they died because they broke the vase, or yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, cultures. There are a lot of superstitions.
1: Yeah, no, I, like it's it's
0: it's interesting it's, though. It's a good story.
1: Yes, it's a good story. And one I
0: never heard of.
1: It makes me want to go to Jeju. Like I said, there's like a like a, a South Korean uh, people, um, South Korean government thwarted an uprising there by killing. Like 20,000 people in a few days. Yeah, it sounds interesting.
0: It sounds like... Um, I'd like to go...
1: I'd like to go to China's Hawaii.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally with you. I think it sounds really interesting. We love to travel, so I think it will be... Once all this madness is over... Yeah. Hopefully it will be on our list somewhere. Maybe. Um, Along with New Zealand and... Morocco and Sri Lanka and all the other places that are on our list. You want to go to the Nordic countries?
1: Yeah, I really want to go to the Nordic countries. So,
0: so we got we got a lot of traveling to do. Once, uh, once money is better and time is better and career Korea? corona
1: corona is better. Yeah, corona is better. Just means, all right.
0: Yeah. Well, mine is going to be um, honestly. I honestly just I don't. This isn't going to be very long, but. Um, and also obviously unlike yours it is not ancient and has no basis in reality so let I me tell you about Casper I don't know
1: that the <laughs> in <laughs> well, reality
0: okay let me tell you about Casper the friendly ghost
1: you're going to try to convince me there's such thing as a toilet ghost
0: uh, possibly so my sources were Wikipedia Screen Rant TV Overmind and a Guardian Obituary um, and that is because I had to grab a few things to make it even become long
1: enough. Fill it
0: out a bit. Fill it out. Okay, so I'm actually going to tell you, I'm going to do it the opposite way to you and I'm going to tell you the story of Casper and I've kind of, what I did was um, grab source material from all over and built my own kind of story based on all the different bits. So, I'm going to tell you the very sad story of Casper the Friendly Ghost. So, Casper was born in, uh, as Casper McFadden in Whipstaff Manor and he his mother passed away while giving birth to him.
1: She's gonna make me want to watch the movie.
0: Um his mother passed away cool. while giving birth to him. And he I actually realized watching reading this, I don't know that I've ever
1: seen the movie. With Christina Ricci, yeah. Devin Sawa, and Bill Pullman? I'm not
0: sure. So that may and, be our And
1: oh, who's the bad lady?
0: So that may be our evening.
1: Okay. It's um
0: He's looking real, real, real hard like he's concentrating. I can see your face. I'll
1: just I'll yell it out when I remember it randomly.
0: Um so he was born in Whipstaff Manor as Casper McFadden. His mother passed away giving birth to him, and he and his dad were just the two of them. Um he was raised until he was around ten, they think, or twelve. And his dad was apparently lovely, doting father who tried to make his son happy, educated him well and was a really good dad. Um, Gasper begged for a sled and he got one for Christmas and he went out sledding. His dad tried to tell him to come in because it was getting late and getting cold and Casper didn't listen and he carried on sledding. And uh, after that, he contracted pneumonia um, and died. And he decided instead of moving on, he would stick around because he really didn't want his dad to be all alone. Yeah. Um, so this prompted his father to try and build an artificial body so that Casper could be put into the artificial body.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, But uh, actually all of this made him go crazy and he was committed to an asylum. Okay. Um, and that was the end of Casper's relationship with his dad. But by this point, Casper had chosen not to move on. So he really didn't have any, he really didn't have any choices in it. So Casper was living in Whipstaff Manor and he basically, uh, this is where the movie thing comes in of his uncles, his three uncles. Yeah. um, That bullied him, treated him like a servant. Um, I read one thing said, watching it as a kid, you don't really realize how abusive his uncles are until you watch it as an
1: adult. Um, yeah, no, then, it's very, like, it's, again, like a Cinderella story.
0: Yeah, but, like, yeah. they bully him. They belittle him. They're yeah. really very abusive towards him. So I don't, like... And there's no evidence that they were really his uncles.
1: No, 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 no. And, and, like, there's no evidence that they're Yes, <laughs> good. I'm, there's no evidence. I mean, for me, it was sort of like, well, you're ghosts. Yeah. So, like, for me, I understand that it's emotionally taxing. Yeah. Like, I get that. But it's not like, I mean, I don't see it.
0: So to begin with, he tried to fit in and try and scare people. And he just basically got really bored. Um, He was a nonconformist and he wanted to make friends with people. So he decides to pack his belongings and he goes out into the world
1: hoping to find friends. Yes. Um, So this is no longer the movie.
0: Some of this is, there's movie bits. I've dropped into the movie, the car, the comics, and the cartoons are in here. So he goes out in the world and tries to make some friends. However, he meets various animals, a rooster, a mole, a cat, a mouse named Herman. Um, And every time they look at him, they take one uh, horrified look at him, scream, and run away because he's a ghost. Um, Then he meets a little fox cub named Ferdy. Mm -hmm. that is finally the first person to befriend him um, and manages to see that, in fact, through his scary look of being a cute little white ghost with big eyes that couldn't look really very scary, um, (laughs) he is the first person or animal to befriend him. Um, He is being chased by hunters and a dog, and Casper actually manages to scare the hunters and the dogs away. But after a, a horrific chase from these hunters and dogs, Ferdy is actually chased to death. And his little fox cub friend dies. Um, Yeah. However, Ferdy returns as a ghost um, and decides to keep Casper company in the afterlife. Okay. Um, So, distraught by all of this and not having any friends and having caused Ferdy's death, Mm -hmm. Casper tries to commit suicide. As a ghost? As a ghost, um, apparently forgetting he's already dead. Okay. Um, And he lies down on a railway track um, before an oncoming train. Obviously. It doesn't work, because he's already dead. Um, And it's at that point that he meets Bonnie and Johnny, who become his friends. Okay. children. Um, So, I'm giving you... Like, this is dark Casper. This is, like...
1: A little bit, yeah. yeah. I'm sort of interested in, like... So... Because I've seen the movie a bunch. Yeah. Like, I know the movie really well. Like, in the movie, they do portray his uncles as being abusive. I'm not saying that, that, that that's not... But, like, they do it in, like, they try to do it in, like, a comedic, um, I don't know, maybe, I probably I haven't seen it in, in Well, decades. we'll watch, yeah,
0: it, again we'll watch it again tonight, and I'll um, maybe post something on Instagram that puts whether it's... Yeah, because
1: I don't approve of it. That's not what no. I'm saying. I'm just saying that they do it, like, in a very slapstick way.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think that what this one commentator was saying is that as a kid...
1: It's slapstick. It's
0: more slapstick. Yeah. As an adult, if you watch it with... It's a... Okay, it's a bit like, I love the Twilight books and Twilight movies and everything, but every time I go back and watch the movie, yeah. I get more and more concerned with the really controlling and stalkerish
1: behavior that Edward... It's like, it's supposed to be a cartoon. It's supposed to be a feel-good movie. It's yeah. feel-good at the end. I don't want it to become a part of cancel culture. No. That's yes. what I'm saying.
0: No, no, no. Yes. And I don't think it's at risk of that. Okay. But, um, so the children's mother is widowed and impoverished and at first she is frightened of Casper watch sh- he unintentionally frightens off the greedy landlord in their house. Um and the landlord, unwilling to own a haunted house, tears up the mortgage and gives her the house outright. Oh, cool. Um and this I wish that happened more often. This I oh, know, right? We own a haunted house because someone tear up our mortgage. Um and the end of the movie or this or end of this Casper version that I have put together mm-hmm. uh ends up with um Casper uh, wearing clothing as if he was a living child and being kissed off to school by Bonnie, Johnny's mother. Yeah. With Bonnie and Johnny. Yeah. So that's kind of the story of Casper. Yeah. Pulled together from various different cartoons, yeah. movies, and all the rest of it.
1: Because in the movie, like, it's it's a bit of a love story. Yeah. Like, Christina Ricci and Devin Sawa. Um, Bill Pullman is trying to, like, resurrect his wife. Yeah. And... And like that doesn't work out because his wife is like, I'm not a ghost. Like I'm in the afterlife. Um,
0: Spoiler alert! I just told you I didn't think I'd seen the movie.
1: Oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, but like basically, like there's a, there's like a it's like a, it's my party and I'll cry if I want yeah. to sort of situation. Like it's like it's a bit it's like Mean Girls meets Casper. Okay. So like it's I'm I'm not without giving anything away. Like it is. It is like an early two thousands like teenager fun movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think with Christina Ricci, and it's gonna be great.
1: Yeah, um, I, I don't want to blow your spot up or anything, but do you have any of like the dates of like when Casper was created, like comic book card? Because I know, and now we're gonna go into all. I was gonna say because like I, I knew there was a comic book. Yeah, but I like. I'm trying to remember if it's like golden era or like or like silver or...
0: I don't know about that, but I will tell you about it and you can tell me. Okay. So Casper was created in the late 1930s by oh, Seymour wow. Reit and Joe Olerine, Olerino. Okay. Okay. Um, the former, that's Reit devising the idea for the character and the latter um, providing illustrations. Yeah. Initially, they were intended as the basis for a 1939 children's storybook, Um but they were, when they were away in service in World War II, uh, Rio sold the rights to Paramount Pictures for $175. So I am going to give you a little bit, since Reet, I feel like, got slightly screwed in this deal, I'm going to give you a little bit about him because he's an interesting human. Okay. He deserves a fraction of recognition. So... He was philosophical about the millions of dollars that his character generated, and he said, "All I have are some nice memories and a little nostalgic sadness that I am not a part of the movie. I am not mourning or grieving over what I might have lost with Casper. It was fun. I did the story, and it has a lot of cachet. But my career took me in all sorts of fun and interesting ways."
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like if you're like if Casper is a worldwide phenomenon, yeah. and you are the creator, you're give like you may not have made the millions yeah. on Casper, but Certainly other opportunities abound. So in
0: 1950, he began writing for Mad Magazine. magazine, Mm -hmm. And he actually wrote a lot of the gags for the Russian phrase book for Mad Magazine. Okay. Including things like the phrase, Has the chambermaid finished searching my luggage? Uh, The handcuffs are chafing my wrists. And he also did realistic picture books to color, such as Daddy fills out his income tax, Color Daddy's face purple and Daddy's hair white. Um and another whole load of political and social satires. Yeah. I was gonna um, say Mad
1: TV is like it's sort of the
0: Mad uh, magazine. Mad yeah.
1: magazine, which then be it was, yeah. it's it's a combination of
0: for those in England, it's like private eye, it's a satire, political yeah. satire. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say it's like for it's it's a mixture of Saturday yeah. Night Live and um like the Daily Show.
0: Yeah. He also wrote many books, um, including a book called The Day That They Stole Mona Lisa, which he actually wrote in 1981. Um, which, bearing yeah, in mind... like
1: He fought in World War II.
0: He fought in World War II. This is a prolific writer. He wrote a lot of books, which was about the disappearance of the portrait from the Louvre in 1911. And it was, in 1997, made into a film. So he had a very successful career. Yeah. Um, but it all started with him writing uh, or Casper. coming up with the idea of Casper. Yeah. So the first novel tune... To feature Casper was by Paramount in 1945. It's um, a novel tune. I think that's what I was trying to figure out. I was hoping you might know. I think it's a big, it's like a, it's not a comic book, it's a cartoon series of. So, like a comic book, I think was Batman and stuff. This was more like a book, including cartoon images.
1: But. Oh, so it's a cartoon series. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, and most of them are Casper. Casper.
0: Yeah, so he was. This was like a whole big thing. Um, the series started for real in nineteen fifty and ran theatrical releases until nineteen fifty
1: nine. I was gonna say the first one is just called the it's the friendly ghost. I don't know if it's Casper or the friendly ghost.
0: It was always Casper.
1: Yeah, so that's nineteen forty five, that's a yeah. nine minute animation.
0: Yeah, and then nineteen fifty 1950 to nineteen fifty nine, they ended up doing a whole load more. Um, but as they, they've apparently been fairly well criticized because they actually started to change, um, his shape. They made him thinner, um, and they didn't give him any backstory. Um, he was just a, like, just a, just a cute ghost floating around
1: with very little, like... Yeah, I mean... So... He does just look, I mean, the thing is, like, this is the... This is obviously the the story with his with his friend the fox. That's the most famous There's one. There is good booze tonight. Ooh. It's literally what it's called. It's the, it's the second short
0: 1948. Oh,
1: there is good booze. B-O-O-S. Oh, yeah, B O O S. Yeah, yeah. Um which I guess is just like there there are good ghost sound yeah. tonight. Um Um so in
0: 1959 it was sold again. Um and it started to it joined Mattel. Um, So it became part of uh, Mattel-sponsored Matty's Fun Day Funnies. And they actually made a Casper Ghost toy, which I saw the commercial for and is really quite creepy. I mean, it's not creepy. It's just like any 1950s toy commercial with, like, talking dolls. It it just looks like something that should be the beginning of a bad horror film, um, even though itself isn't necessarily creepy.
1: It's just really hard to make, like... Thing is I was—I just looked this up, but um, the 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 movie came out in 1995. Yeah, and so it was like I was one of like the first movies to have like CG and things. Yeah, like that it was like proper like CG movie. Especially, I think it's one of like the first to have like a full character who's entirely CG. It is, it? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was later than that. I thought it was like early 2000s. No,
0: it's uh, I was ten. You must have been eight or nine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So. 1963, There was it was called The New Casper Cartoon Show on ABC. Um, and actually, they changed at this point. It became slightly different. So this is when people started asking and worrying about how Casper became a ghost. And they were very concerned about the idea of Casper's being a dead child. So they actually changed it into the idea that ghosts were actually a type of creature. So it wasn't about them being a dead soul. It was to do with the fact that they were like born that way, like, go- uh, like goblins or fairies. And actually, they were asked about how Casper died. And they said that he wasn't dead. He was simply a ghost because his parents were already ghosts when they were married. And at this point, that's when they started to give him feet as well,
1: yeah, which they don't have in the movie, but I no. remember the comics and the cartoons were like. So
0: this is when they kind of changed the idea of Casper being not a ghost, as you and I would think of a ghost as a dead person, yeah, but a ghost as in someone who was born.
1: No, I think a that's ghost. like sort of like I think that's a really sort of interesting concept because like when I think of ghosts, like I either think of them in like the supernatural way, which is like them in human form, yeah, or I think of them in the Casper way, which is like sort of like a bubblehead. With like, a little tail, with a little sort of curly key yeah. tail. Like I don't think of them looking like the ghost from Pac Man, where it's like a person with a sheet covering. Yeah. Them. Or like you would see in Scooby Doo. Yeah. Like because of the movie Casper, I, you do you, you think of him yeah. having that little curly? Yeah,
0: tail I cover. think the I think the image of Casper is fairly iconic. Yeah. Um, so Casper had some holiday specials, starring co-starring Yogi Bear, Huckleberry <laughs> Hound, Snagglepuss, okay, uh fair enough, Doggy Daddy, and Oggy Doggy. Um <laughs> yeah. and he had uh he was in Casper and the Angels, an animated takeoff of Charlie's Angels. Um Okay. He was Casper's Angels. So Casper got all so over. They
1: just basically like beat a dead. Off.
0: Yeah, kind of. In the 60s and 70s, Casper, like, if there was a way to make some money off
1: Casper. Because I was going to say, I just looked up the comic book came out in 58, which makes it Silver Age comic.
0: Okay. And then after that, they just basically used Casper's image in any way humanly possible to make some money. Basically, they said
1: that that people were getting tired of the superhero comics. So he was the one of the first not superhero comics. Oh, okay. And the only one, I think it was the only one was really sort of the, like the Superman one because of the television show back in
0: the 60s. Um and then he dropped out of favor. Um and there really isn't much about him in the like eighties. No. Um and early nineties until
1: say, he's not, unless it was like Casper gets his first computer. <laughs>
0: In 1996, Casper, they created a new Casper series for Fox called The Spectacular New Adventures of Casper. But that all really came back around because of the movie that we've talked about a lot, which is the 1995 film. Um, And it was definitely groundbreaking in a lot of ways, like you were talking about the CG. Um, It had, he was one of the first, there was no live action
1: elements of Casper. I was going to say, the only way you can tell, like, if they've actually done everything they possibly could with Casper is, does Casper ever fight Hitler?
0: I don't know if Casper ever fights Hitler. That's a good question.
1: Because he was, you know, early 1930s or mid-1930s is when he was, like...
0: (laughs) I'm sure Casper fought Hitler. Well, no, because Casper's a lover, not a fighter.
1: Well, that's sort of what I wanted, but, like, you sort of get to the point where, like, Casper's done everything else.
0: Yes. Casper has done everything else, including leading a bad... Charlie's Angels, a band of yeah. Charlie's Angels. Yes. Um,
1: <laughs> I think Scooby Doo was also in that Charlie's Angels oh, really? animated series. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, so, most of the following things that the CGI films that followed the uh, 1995 film are considered prequels to the 1999 film because they go, they're not got, they're his adventures trying to kind of make friends, not after he's made his friend. Does that make sense? So, yeah, So, so like, almost everything is yeah. pre the 99 film, 1995, 1995 film. Yeah. So even the post stuff is set kind of pre that, uh, prequels. Um, 2007, there was another TV show called Casper's Scare School. Um, and then most recently in 2020, Casper appeared in a supporting role in the Scare Bud episode of Harvey Girls Forever. On the Harvey comic characters, okay. So, really, kind of, oh, um, really, kind of. They've revamped Casper so many different ways. Um, in there was a two thousand and nine comic. It sold six and a half thousand copies, apparently. Uh, in the two thousand and nine comic, which I guess is a big number for a revamped brand yeah. comic. Um So. Uh, And then there were a couple of... Okay, now I'm going to talk to you about a couple of real-life Casper things. Okay. One is that we talked about how much iconic image Casper is and that white ghost with the big eyes. One of the other reasons for that is, obviously, it's also the kind of image that was used for Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which was... um, And actually, there was a big... uh, There was a lawsuit about that because a different... The person who... Design the Ghostbusters thing did not own the right to Casper's image, um, so the owner of Casper, Harvey Comics, um, sued Ghostbusters for using that white ghost picture. Okay, but they ended up losing the suit because they argued there's only so many ways you can design a ghost, which I think is kind of what you were saying, like. Yeah you're doing a cartoon CGI like, ghost, there's only yeah. so many ways that you can make it look like a cartoon CGI ghost.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, like if that's the case, like the Ghostbusters ghost is like that's the most recognizable version. Are you talking about the one in like the new?
0: In the yes, yeah, little, yeah. So, but they also argued that um, because Casper was friendly and that ghost definitely was not friendly, uh, the ghosts in the Ghostbusters movies were not friendly. There was no way that anyone could confuse the two, so therefore the um, therefore the lawsuit was thrown out. Um, so that was a little legal based thing. Based on
1: their wait, they threw it out based on
0: the fact that no one could confuse the two ghosts.
1: That does not look like an unfriendly ghost. That looks like a friendly ghost. It
0: looks like I to me that it looks, looks like early Casper. To me, that could be Casper. Like I, but no, legally it's not. It
1: looks like a sad ghost.
0: Legally. I don't... Yeah, I agree with you. It's That's a, a white... argument. It's a white ghost. I just thought it was interesting because those are obviously... I mean, if you think ghosts you, and you certainly think like 70s, 80s, 90s ghosts... I was going to say,
1: but there he's happy.
0: You're going to think of two things, which is the Ghostbusters ghost. The second
1: Ghostbusters is giving a peace sign.
0: Yeah. So you're going to think of two ghosts when you think of 80s or 90s ghosts, and that the is Casper is, and yeah. Ghostbusters.
1: Well, like... Slimer is definitely, like, in that curly Q, like, tail ghost category, especially in the cartoon. Like, he's just a green Casper.
0: Yeah. So, but they just, basically, I think a lot of people would argue that you can design a ghost millions of different ways. But the argument was there's only a couple of ways to do it. So then I went looking for a ghost that has really been friends with a young girl. Like. Okay. Because I was like, well, obviously all this was just made up, but maybe there is some truth to the legend somewhere. Okay. Um, there isn't. I mean, this is really not based. Casper was purely fiction, purely yeah. made up.
1: But. No, it's quite like an original story to be like, this is a friendly ghost. Because but. Because yeah. normally their warnings were there.
0: But there was a girl named Anne who was 18 years old mm-hmm. who lived, uh, Anne Nut in Uppingham in England. Okay. And she began seeing a strange ghost who kept telling her that something was hidden in the house. Uh, her and the ghost would go searching.
1: A tennis
0: ball. That's a throwback to a yesterday thing where we went looking for something that the dogs were convinced were behind a hundred year old wall. Turned out they'd just buried a tennis ball back there. (laughs) Um, So the ghost was really persistent that something was hidden in the house. They would go searching. um, And at last, one particular flagstone um, on the ghost's instruction she overturned. A black pot was found beneath it. Inside the pot were almost 200 silver coins. So her friendly ghost actually really helped her.
1: Yeah. Well it sounds like you didn't like if he would know where it was the first time around. It sounds like she was looking for quite a while.
0: Yeah. Um anyway, Ann Nutt, Her yeah. friend this teenage girl Ann Nutt, her friendly ghost and her found a treasure in their house, which I thought was pretty cool. Real life story, or as real life as a friendly ghost in a house in England can be. Yeah. Um so that was my thing on Casper.
1: Very cool. I love Casper.
0: I didn't know how much she loved Casper until I we started Catherine. talking about that. So, and I will say that my search for friendly ghosts has been, was actually quite good fun. And I found a couple other ghost stories that I want to yeah. do yeah. Um, by looking at friendly ghosts. So that will be a topic I bring up with Adam. I'm hoping that Adam will be able to phone in and we're going to do a true crime one next week. Okay. And uh, if, but if he's not feeling better, then Ben will be...
1: I'll be doing a true crime thing.
0: Ben will be here again doing a true crime true thing. crime
1: stuff scares me so much.
0: Or we will include Ben and we will do a triple story episode. <sighs> so uh, tune in next week and we'll see what's going on. But thank you very, very much. And we miss you guys. It's quite weird having done the batch episode. We don't feel as connected. So touch base come and send Adam a message and wish him well because I'm sure it would mean all the world to him
1: tell him to get better of the corona of the better tell him to win the corona
0: win the corona and come back to England so we can be in person recording and in the meantime rate, review, subscribe hit the subscribe button all the other things Um,
1: check out all the other podcasts under the Just Media. Yeah, Just Media.
0: Yeah, we got a few others. um, And actually, Badass Babes. We're trying to get a whole load of Badass Babes recorded before we release it, which I think will be really, really um, something that you guys will enjoy. That is me and my friend Sarah. We're doing um, women that have made a huge impact on history.
1: Um, And if you like the PGA Tour, check out The Swingdom.
0: Yeah, and if if you like golf, go listen to Ben's podcast, The Swingdom. All right. Or if you have a friend, brother, husband, wife, someone else who likes golf, tell them to go listen
1: to The swingdom. Yeah, I think I'm going to start a Harry Potter podcast soon. That'd be fun. Yeah, so we've got to figure that out.
0: We're enjoying what we're doing and we yeah. love connecting with you guys. So um, please get in touch and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.